Come on, can we give King Jesus an ovation this morning and some worship this morning in this place? Jesus, we honour you today for that amazing grace poured out on each and every one of us on the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. Come on, would you give our team a huge hand as well this morning? Aren't they amazing? Incredible. You can take a seat this morning. Welcome to City Church on Good Friday. And uh, we have called this weekend as a theme, Grace Upon Grace. And that's really what Good Friday and Easter Sunday reminds us, that we have received God's unmerited favour. We didn't do anything to deserve it or earn it, but Jesus came on that cross and died for our sins, that sacrifice on the cross, so that we could be forgiven and set free. And that's why the gospel is called the good news. Good Friday, good news. It's a good time to be a Christian. It's a good time to embrace this good news. It's a good time to embrace the grace of Jesus Christ on Good Friday. And it's called Good Friday for a reason, because it's good news for you and I. It's a great reminder of what Jesus has done. John 10, no, John 1 verse 10, sorry, says this, talking about Jesus coming to the world. It says, He came into the very world He created, but the world didn't recognize Him. He came to His own people, and even they rejected Him. But to all who believed in Him and accepted Him, He gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn not with a physical birth resulting from human passional plan, but a birth that comes from God. So the Word became human and made His home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen His glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. John testified him about Him when he shouted to the crowds, This is the one I was talking about when I said, Someone is coming after me who is far greater than I am, for He existed long before me. From His abundance, we have all received one gracious blessing after another. Another translation says on that verse, And from His fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. Isn't it great to be able to fall into grace? Not to be able to fall into a sense of shame, of our sin, but to be able to fall into God's incredible grace when we do make mistakes, when we mess up, when we don't get it wrong. The story of our lives because of the cross is that we can fall upon grace. And it's not just grace, it's grace upon grace, which means it's continually poured out, which means that it's there for us every time we fail, every time we make a mistake, God's grace has us covered. It's a beautiful thing. And so this morning, we're going to talk about three reasons we call today Good Friday. And we're going to look at the last three things that Jesus said on the cross that remind us why today is a Good Friday for you and I. And the first one is this, the first reason this morning is that sins are forgiven. Sins are forgiven. It says in Luke 23, verse 32, it says, two others, both criminals were led out to be executed with him, talking about Jesus. When they came to a place called the Skull, or Golgotha, they nailed him to the cross. 
And the criminals were also crucified, one on his right and one on his left. And Jesus said, Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing. And the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. The crowd watched and the leaders scoffed. He saved others, they said. Let him save himself if he is really God's Messiah, the chosen one. The soldiers mocked him too by offering him a drink of sour wine. They called out to him, if you are the king of the Jews, save yourself. A sign was fastened above him with these words, this is the king of the Jews. This scripture reminds me that even in the worst of times, even in the pain and the agony that Jesus was in, the mocking of the people that were around him, the fact that he'd been beaten until that point, the the fact that he was in excruciating pain, the fact that being hung on that cross meant that it was hard for him to breathe. Even in that moment, he says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. And Good Friday could not be more clear that it is about the forgiveness of our sins. Jesus himself saying it on that cross in a moment where he could have, in that pain, felt like he could have lashed out, in a moment where he could have forgotten about the fact that this is about forgiveness. In that very moment, the worst of the worst, still he said, hey, this is for the forgiveness of the sins of the people. This is for the forgiveness even of those that mock me now. Even of those that aren't even sorry, Jesus still forgave. Even those that were mocking him and putting up signs and saying things about him in that moment, even those people, Jesus said, I forgive. Something so powerful about forgiveness. There's something so beautiful about forgiveness. Forgiveness helps reconcile relationship. I mean, we see this time and time again in our own relationships. We see the connection of forgiveness as we talk to each other, as we, husbands and wives, as we forgive one another of each other's sins and mistakes, as we do that, there is a sense of connection that's been there. May I just say this morning, husbands, don't ever try. Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do after an argument. Never try that line. It doesn't really work out very good. Sometimes I say to Amy after an argument, I just go up to her, with a smile on my face and I say, I just want you to know that I forgive you. (laughs) It doesn't end very well. (laughs) Father, I forgive Amy for her sins. Don't pray that prayer out loud. Just do it internally, guys. (laughs) But it's funny how forgiveness brings a reconciliation in relationship. It brings a sense of relationship and strength. And we're reminded here in 1 John 1 verse 9, it says, If we confess our sins, He is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins. And what does He do? He purifies us from all unrighteousness. That barrier that was there is taken away. As we turn to Jesus and as we ask for forgiveness, we receive His forgiveness. We receive His love. Our sin and our dirtiness and our unrighteousness is taken away and He purifies us. He cleanses us. And Good Friday is a reminder, it doesn't matter how dirty you are. Amazing grace, how sweet the sound. It saved a wretch like me and like the person sitting next to you and like the person sitting next to them and like every person in this world 
we have access to forgiveness of our sins. What a beautiful reminder. The second thing that we see on Good Friday is salvation for all. It goes on in this passage in Luke chapter 23, in verse 39, and it says these words, One of the criminals hanging beside him scoffed, So you're the Messiah, are you? Prove it by saving yourself and us too while you're at it. But the other criminal protested, Don't you fear God? Even when you have been sentenced to death, we deserve to die for our crimes. But this man hasn't done anything wrong. Then he said, Jesus, remember me when you come into your kingdom. And Jesus replied, I assure you, today you will be with me in paradise. What a beautiful moment. I really love this passage of scripture because there isn't a whole bunch of qualifications. There isn't a whole bunch of to-do lists to do here in this moment and checklists to be able to receive God's salvation. This criminal turns to Jesus in his dying moments and says, please remember me in paradise. And Jesus turns and says, today you will be with me in paradise. And I just think about the incredible grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that this person was no doubt a sinner. They were paying for their sins on that cross. But yet, even in that moment of pain, Jesus was looking to save those that were around him. He was looking for those to, that were around him to receive salvation. And that's the, the story of our lives, that we have not deserved it. We have not earned it. We have not come up to the measure to receive it. But God has poured out his salvation upon us. Yesterday, we went to the Easter show. First day of the Easter show with the kids. And you go through and there's crowds everywhere and you go up to the rides. And at the rides is that little line that says you have to be this tall to be able to get on these rides. And it can end in tears when the child goes up and they don't reach the level. And it was a reminder to me when it comes to our salvation, none of us have reached the level. We've not reached the line. We haven't got to the measure that we should have got to, that we thought we could get to, the good works that we should have got to. We haven't been good enough to get there. But Good Friday is a reminder that that line's been removed, that everyone can come to know Jesus Christ, that every person can receive salvation. For God so loved the world that He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him should not perish, but have eternal life. Now that's good news that we can receive salvation for our sins. I love Oswald Chambers. He said this, The heart of salvation is the cross of Christ. The reason salvation is so easy to obtain is that it costs God so much. The cross was the place where God and sinful man merged with a tremendous collision and where the way of life was opened. But all the cost and pain of the collision was absorbed by the heart of God. I love that thought, that all the hard work has been done. All we need to do is turn and repent and receive the forgiveness of our sins, receive salvation, receive eternal life with Christ, receive the hope of the cross. That's all we need to do. The hard work's been done. And that's the beauty of Good Friday. And finally, this morning, 
Good Friday is good for us. And it's a reminder today that it is good because of the sacrifice for us. It says in Luke 23, verse 44, By this time it was about noon, and darkness fell across the whole land until three o'clock. The light from the sun was gone, and suddenly the curtain in the sanctuary of the temple was torn down in the middle. Then Jesus shouted, Father, I entrust my spirit into your hands. And with those words, he breathed his last breath. When the Roman officer overseeing the execution saw what had happened, he worshipped God and said, Surely this man was innocent. And when all the crowd that came to him saw the, um, to see the crucifixion saw what had happened, they went home in deep sorrow. When you think about this moment, even the Roman guard that was there could acknowledge this man was sinless. This man did not deserve to die on this cross. This man had not committed the crimes that, have been, that he'd been accused of. But here he was paying this ultimate sacrifice, his life. And I think we can't get away on Good Friday. The power and the significance of the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. And it's good news for you and I because our sin and our shame were taken by the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross. Jesus didn't outsource this moment. He personally came down to earth on a rescue mission for you and I. The sacrifice was Him. And Good Friday is good because there's no greater sacrifice than the sacrifice of Jesus Christ. There's nothing that can be added to that or expanded to that. It's everything. It's holistic. It's complete. Another passage says in this moment, Jesus said, It is finished. Shame removed. Sin gone. The sting of death is taken away, as now death is just a doorway to eternal life for the believer, that we can know Christ for eternity because of His amazing grace. And as Tim said before, Jesus came not to, to be served, but He came to serve humanity. And that's what happened in this moment. Have you ever done something for someone and they haven't appreciated the sacrifice? You see, Jesus on that cross, and it wasn't appreciated in that moment by those who were around him, the crowds that were there. And I think we've all had moments like that in our, our humanity where we've done things for people, but they haven't appreciated it. Last night, I got home from the Easter show after the kids had eaten all the rubbish and junk food that they could muster up through the day. And I thought, all right, I'm going to make a bowl of fruit for Georgia, and we're going to try and correct the sins of the day. <laughs> And so I thought, I'll make a bowl of fruit, and I, and I prepared it for her, and I got it for her, and uh, she was very demanding on what types of fruit she wanted, and uh, so we made sure that was all sorted out, it was in the bowl, I gave it to her, and then she looked up at me and she said, thanks, servant. <laughs> I thought, gee, we've got some work to do here. We have some work to do here. I'm like, this ain't appreciated. On a, a million times a billion times a billion times a billion times a billion levels, Jesus knew that feeling. When we as humanity rejected Him, 
when we didn't appreciate what he'd done or the sacrifice, in moments where we, in our humanity, forget. Jesus showed incredible love for us. His sacrifice was complete. It is finished for you and I. We can receive his incredible love and grace. And from his fullness, we have all received grace upon grace. As the team come and join me, I want us to remember this morning. Good Friday is good for you and I. Because our sins are forgiven. Because salvation is for all. And because the sacrifice was for us. And that's the reason that on Good Friday, we have hope. On Good Friday, we can celebrate. On Good Friday, we are reminded of the victory because of what Jesus has done for you and I. And in this moment today, I want you to reflect upon your life. I'm going to ask you to do something this morning. Why don't you close your eyes for a moment? Bow your heads just for a moment. I want you to think about your life. I want you to think about what Jesus has done for you personally. And I think every Good Friday deserves a response whether we have known Jesus for years and perhaps forgotten the significance of the moment, significance of what Jesus has done personally or whether you find yourself in this building today like many others around the world that you don't know Jesus personally but today is an opportunity to respond and to say Jesus I'm going to open up my heart to you and receive this forgiveness that we've been speaking about today and this hope that we've got in Christ. And I'm going to open the door to eternity with Christ and open the door to salvation. The Bible describes it as Zoe life, life to the full. And it's a simple receiving of God's love and repenting of our sin that opens the doorway. The Bible says if we confess with our mouth, and believe in our heart that Jesus is Lord, we shall be saved. And so every one of us this morning in this building, I'm going to ask you the question, do you want to receive Jesus this morning? Do you want to know him personally? And what we're going to do together is we're going to pray the sinner's prayer and we're going to invite Jesus into our hearts. So here this morning, with everyone's eyes closed and heads bowed, if that's you this morning and you want to say, yeah, Ben, I want, to, I want to receive salvation. I want to receive this relationship with Jesus. Maybe I've forgotten about it and I need to, I need to bring it in. I'm going to ask you this morning, why don't you just lift up your hand right now and say, yeah, that's me. It's a sign of saying, yeah, that's me. With everyone's eyes closed and heads bowed this morning. If that's you and you'd say, yeah, I want to receive salvation this morning. I want to receive forgiveness. I want to receive this good news this morning. The good news of Jesus Christ. Why don't you just lift up your hand right now it's a sign of saying, yeah, that's me. Awesome, I see that hand. Anybody else wants to say that this morning? Say, yeah, that's me. I want to receive salvation. I want to receive this relationship with Jesus. Awesome. What we're going to do this morning is we're going to stand and I'm going to ask every person to stand with me this morning and we're going to pray this prayer. Simple prayer. Asking Jesus to come into our hearts. So if you feel comfortable, why don't you stand with me this morning? And we're going to invite Jesus into our hearts. 
And this Good Friday, receive that incredible forgiveness of our sins. So why don't you repeat this prayer after me? Dear Lord Jesus, today I give you my life. For my sins, I'm sorry. I receive your love and forgiveness. Help me to serve you and live for you each day. And be reminded of the good news on Good Friday. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 You know, that's the greatest decision you can ever make. And I want to encourage you, whether you're in the building this morning and you prayed that prayer, or whether you're online and you prayed that prayer, that that is the greatest decision you can make. And continue to serve Jesus and to know Jesus and live in the good news on this Good Friday. It's the beginning of a whole new life and experience in Christ. And so I, don't, I can't think of a better thing to do than to finish this morning by singing Amazing Grace and be reminded in our hearts of this grace as we go out this morning. And so, come on, let's worship together as we finish.